Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Adventure EXE special mini-series featuring the Stormcrow DM and Dine DMs. I'm Matt, your Dungeon Master, and I'm just gonna go around and let everyone introduce themselves. I'm Carmen, and I'm playing Ned Nedson, the Human Ranger. I'm Stu, and I'm playing Iggy, the Tiefling Bard. I'm Eric, and I'm playing Chuck Dartfinger, the Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Joanna, and I'm playing Quinn, the Human Paladin. So you guys have found yet another one of the wayward wizards from the Wizard Academy. Uh, yes, those those wayward wizard, those wayward wag wizards. Yes, exactly. The wayward <laughs> yes. waggers. Uh, they were out having a, a wood party, and things went south. So <laughs> the the one that you found now seems to be in the form of a hook horror that is locked in a cage. Though when you were asking questions of it, it seemed to be uh, digging its hook in, hooks into the ground to indicate that it understood what you were saying. So, uh, how would you guys like to proceed from here? Carefully. Yes. <laughs> wow. I know nothing about how this could possibly happen. Does anybody know anything about how this could have happened? No. Bard, I might no. know things. Now give me an arcana check. That's a 20. All right. So, you know that there are certain spells that are capable of uh, polymorphing or transforming creatures from one sort of creature into another. Uh, it seems like maybe this is what what happened here all right so what kind of lock is on the cage uh it looks like a just like a sturdy steel lock not like super weak but probably not as difficult as some of the ones you've faced in the past it's hard to say exactly without examining it close up okay nice and close within hook range within (laughs) hook range all right i'm gonna take this risk okay i know i uh i screwed up earlier so I'm going to take this oh, risk. I think you've made up for it, Chuck. It's, oh, it's, okay. It's then right. I'm not going to go check it out then. That's fine. I was, <laughs> was going to make this big noble sacrifice, but okay, no, that's fine. No, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I'm going to examine the lock. So from where I am, I, I, I don't at all think that I could shoot it. Shoot the lock? Yeah. You could try. I think I'd like to shoot the lock from a distance first mm. at an angle where it won't go in the cage. What could possibly go wrong with this idea? Well, right. Yeah, please don't hurt the hook horror, from okay? an angle where... Yeah, just be careful. I don't want to... Yeah. Yes. Uh, don't roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a three. Not a one. No. Which is good. So that's a nine. All right. Uh, so it's basically grazes off the lock and doesn't damage it at all. Okay. I just thought, give it a shot. I'll, I'll take a peek at the lock. I'll walk up closely okay. and just, if someone could possibly maybe... Yeah, I'll come with you. Oh, okay. I was going to... Yeah, that works too. I'll, I'll, co- uh, I'll cover you. Thank I'll you. stop you before you go and be like, Chuck, you got this and I'll wink at you. <laughs> now, are you just being friendly or am I getting bardic You're inspiration? You're getting bardic okay. inspiration. So I take a peek at it. Mm-hmm. Now, does the peek require any rolling or do I know this lock already? Yeah, give, it, give me a... Uh, uh, like a perception roll here. Oof, okay. 18. Uh, so you recognize it's got a different casing, but this is a standard lock that you've you've kind of seen in the past, so you'll have advantage to pick it. There it is. I have thieves' tools and string. All right. <laughs> Under <laughs> my possession. No, no, that's not all of them. That's, oh. that's additional equipment. Just <laughs> okay. Okay. Use Good. them both. Use them both. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Just tie the thieves' tools to some string. As long as you have proficiency with using thieves' tools, you will have your proficiency bonus. Plus you should dexterity. as a rogue. I think you've got yeah, I think proficiency you get it automatically as a rogue. Yeah, yeah. dice set, forgery set, thieves' Perfect. tools. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I rolled uh, an 18, and I'm going to add uh, my dexterity bonus of 3, which is 21. All right, so you are able to pick the lock. It picks right open, and the door like, slides open, and the hook horror just kind of bursts right out. Past me? Yeah, it goes right past oh, you. Oh, good. 
and it's like waddling around like this and it's just kind of like swinging its arms a little bit wildly um though it doesn't hit any of you and it's just kind of like freaking out a little bit Maybe. can i try and uh, calm it down with a persuasion check sure give me a persuasion i'm gonna do, do like horse whisper like and reach out to its face all right that is a 22 persuasion check. All right. So you do manage to calm it down and kind of like takes a breath and um, and just sort of like stops for a sec. I take one of its hooks and I just put a download code onto the hook. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, your friends are waiting outside. Yeah. I'm wondering if the spell will dissipate when we leave the room. I don't know anything so, about polymorph. Does yeah, anybody I, know? I know nothing. What'll happen? About it. Maybe an intelligence check? Can sure. I do that? Give me a arcana check, okay. which is intelligence. Okay. No, no idea. All right, you're not sure. Hey, is that Manticore one of your buddies too? And it looks at it and it shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Manticore. And I look at the Manticore. Are you a polymorphed person? Manticore is just like... <laughs> and we don't know if that's a yes or a no, Manticore. Stamp your paw twice for yes, once for no. Manticore is like... Stamps its paws. How many times? Uh, it stamps both paws twice. God, is that, is that four that times? Four? <laughs> that's a double yes. That's a double yes. That's a super yes. Or that, is that an I don't know? Yeah. It might be two students because it's stamped twice yes. Just be more specific about your instruction system. Yeah. One paw twice for yes. It stamps its paws. Okay, it's just a manticore. Yeah. Yeah. So I shouldn't let it out of the cage. No. Well, okay. yeah, it's like a it's like a magical creature, right? It's not like a... Mm-hmm. An animal that lives in these woods. Yeah, that's we'll right. we'll come back and deal with it Wait, later. Do manticores have two heads. Is that a? Uh, just no, one? no, just okay. one. No. We've got like a sort of like leathery wings, uh, scorpion tail, uh, vaguely lionish body with a mane, and then a somewhat humanish face. Do we have pictures of the kids? That included in the notes. Like I, here's, a, here's a photo of your child. I don't think we got any, you in, any descriptions of any of no. these. Your, your kid's probably dead. Here's what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We all have low intelligence. So we didn't do that. You don't know th- what any of them look like. Yeah. Other than the ones you've already rescued. Does the face of the manticore look like a dweeb? How point dextery is a the little face? A little bit. A little bit dweebish. It looks like a like wizard dweeby type, you know? I gotta, if we leave and close the door, I got a feeling the door's going to disappear. And then we can't get back in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, and when we let the hooked horror out, because it was a polymorphed kid, it didn't attack us. So we could let the manticore out, and if it doesn't attack us, it's a kid. And if it does attack us, well, we're good at killing things. <laughs> I mean, if it's just a regular manticore, it's going to attack you when you try and undo the lock, so we'll find out. Right? All right. <sighs> All right, you know what? I'll do it. All right. And remember, you got this. I'm going to hold my shield in front of you while you do it. I have not done the bardic inspiration yet, so... I will remember that. Um, now, as it is, is it the same lock? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. So do I get advantage then? Yes, you do. Okay. A 16? 16 is enough to open the lock. Okay. Did the manticore, like, freak out when he walked up to the cage? Uh, it kind of, like, moved to the back of the cage and, like, stayed with, like, its shoulders hunched. Oh, uh, that looks like, like an animal. Like it's going to spring? It's hard oh. to tell exactly. Okay, I know this isn't a natural creature, but can I make a nature check to see if it exhibits animalistic behavior? Sure, give it, do an animal handling check, even right. though, as you say, it's not technically a beast. Cool. 16. Uh, so it is exhibiting fairly predatory behavior. 
Chuck, I think you should back away. I can just click the lock closed again. I've, I haven't removed the lock. You should click it closed. It doesn't look like a uh, mild-mannered graduate. Okay, I'll just click it mm-hmm. and leap away. All right, and as you leap away, it like springs at the cage at the door, expecting it to be unlocked, and starts like growling and snarling and snapping its teeth. Okay. Like a shout at the manticore, you still look like a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast... Vicious mockery. <laughs> just, just for giggles. All right. <laughs> it's a wisdom save. Uh, so it's going to fail the wisdom save. It's going to take one damage. Nice. And it'll have disadvantage if it tries to attack the door again. All right. I want to rifle through the desk okay. that's here and see if there's anything in the drawers or if there are drawers. So you go to the desk and start rifling through like the, the stuff on the top mm, of it? Yeah. Okay. There is a drawer as well. Oh, I want to... Chuck, do you want to check out this drawer? Why don't I check out the drawer and you check out that sword on the wall? I'm going to look at the sword. All right. At first, it looks like it might probably be just a decorative sword, but it actually seems like it's got uh, a nice, like, sort of, um, like, fine metals woven into it. Like, it looks actually like silver, made mm-hmm. of silver. Um, so this is like a silver short sword. Yeah, and I'll take it. it'd probably be worth a decent amount to a collector as well. And you open the drawer? I... It's not locked. Okay, I slide the drawer open. All right, and you see a long curled tongue uh, open out of the drawer and a lot of rows of teeth. Ah, mouth desk. And your hand, <laughs> your hand is stuck to the drawer as well. Um, the desk has sprung to life and is trying to eat you. Okay. Roll initiative. Excellent. Oh, mouth desk. Uh, Chuck got an 18. Okay. Iggy got a natural 20. So 22. Quinn got a five. Ned got a 21. Okay, so Iggy, you see Chuck has become um, stuck to this, uh, what is now obviously a mimic desk. Uh, I'm going to run at the desk if uh, Chuck is giving like a shout and just hammer on that desk with my guitar. Okay. <laughs> That'll be uh, 24. Uh, 24 is hit. I'm also going to use my once a day tiefling ability to cast Searing Smite on Ooh. my hit. So it's an extra d6 of fire damage. 11 uh, smashing damage okay. and three fire damage. And uh, it also ignites the desk. Oh, Ooh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so the desk has to make a con save uh, against ongoing damage. Okay. And that um, ongoing damage is going to be uh, a D6. transferred to anyone who is stuck to it as well. Okay. <laughs> Didn't think that through. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, so Ned, now it's your turn. All right. Let's just try to kill it this round. <laughs> I'm going to fire an arrow at the desk. Okay. Ooh, natural oh. 20. So this is going to be 48 oh, plus shit. three damage. 21 damage. Oh, all right. All right. So this thing kind of like screeches. <laughs> and there's a horrible sound as like the, 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 like the drawer that's opened up is now kind of like forming its mouth. And it's just like screeching. Uh, it's very disturbing for you. Yes. Yes, all of it is. <laughs> yes. Just all, the fire, the mouth, the being stuck to a mouth fire thing. Yeah. Mm, yep. And it's your turn now. Okay. So I guess my choices are I can either uh, try to break away from it. Yeah. So you have to take your action to try and uh, unstick yourself if you want. Yes. And then I can take my cunning action to, you know, hide. Yeah. Or <laughs> cunning out of there. Yeah. So um, what would I use in terms of my abilities would it be athletics or acrobatics uh this will be uh athletics oh boy i think i'm gonna use a bardic inspiration you got this all right athletics all right 
So that is an eight plus two. Is it ten? You're not able to unstick yourself. No, I can't dash disengage or hide at this point. So, yep. Now, do I take my ongoing damage now because it's my turn? Oh, from the fire. From the fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can take it now. Okay. So that's you rolling a d six. Four. Uh, sweet. Now it's the mimic's turn. Uh, so it's gonna try and bite you. That's fair. Oh, and this is a 19 to bite you. Yes. So you're going to take eight piercing damage Oof. and three acid damage. That is exactly how many hit points I have left. Awesome. So I am at zero hit points. Does Do I remain stuck to it or do I fall down? Um, well, I guess you'd still be stuck to it. Okay. So I will still be taking damage. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Not so good. I'm out. I'm down. Uh, and it's going to take its burning damage now if it fails a con save. Is that right? Yes. So its con save is 13. It does not save. Okay. So you can roll the damage against right. it if you want. Five. Okay. It shrieks again. It's okay, your turn. turn. Quinn's turn. Chuck is unconscious. I'm unconscious. You're unconscious. Stuck to a desk. Attached to a burning desk. <laughs> yes. That's not really a desk. I will go over to Chuck and cast a cure spell on him. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 12. So you get 12 points. Can I use a bonus action to try to get him away from the thing? Um, that would take your action to do. It would? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now it's a E's turn. All right. Guitar. That's going to be a 14. 14 is a hit. All right. That is 10 damage. It shrieks again, this time even louder than before. Uh, Ned, it's your turn. Oh, sorry. As a bonus action, I'm going to look at uh, check and go. You're going to be okay and cast Healing Word. Thanks, pal. <laughs> so that's a D4 plus 5 oh, nice. healing. So that's 7 hit points. Okay, cool. All right, another arrow. Express post to this desk. All right. Uh, 18 to hit. That's a hit. 8 damage. All right, and with one last shriek, the mimic sort of dissolves into a pool of, like, bubbling goop. Ew. Yuck. It's no longer on fire, and neither are you, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> well, that was, that was alarming. So I didn't find anything in the desk. And that's not strictly true. Yeah, that's true. I found uh, pain. Some teeth. There's some teeth in the some, desk. Some, some biting and some acid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I found a very expensive sword. It's mostly made of silver, I reckon. So. I think you did better. Yeah, the sword didn't bite back. Yet. We should get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of this room. <laughs> oh, what was the hook horror doing this whole time? Uh, it was like cowering in the corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll like, I will lead the hook horror out. All take right. Take it gently by its little hook. <laughs> it's a pretty big hook, to <laughs> <Okay>. be honest. <laughs> uh, so you lead it out of the room, and as soon as it like crosses the threshold, it turns back into a person. And uh, it's actually a gnome, so it's a much, much smaller person. Mm. And she looks up at you. She's like... Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, that must have been quite an experience for you. Yeah, I didn't like it much. And and you don't know if the Manticore is one of your fellow I don't know. I'm not students. sure. Because we've still got... How many more to find? Two? Yeah. And there's two doors. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> the numbers check out. Yep. The I closed the door. <laughs> All right. You close the door and it disappears behind you. God, I hope that wasn't a kid. No, I don't think it was. Hey, okay. listen. Pretty we sure said it was one paw. If it is, it's the kid's fault. That's true. <laughs> 
That's true. Although we have and noticed... And it tried to attack you. I mean... Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, a desk also tried to attack That's me. That's true. And, That's true. you know, people attacking other people or things, sometimes they don't mean it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So you guys head to the next, next door? Next door, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, open it up. Once again, you guys know the drill at this point. Um, you enter a small room, um, and there's... It, lo- it looks almost like an underground, like, basement type thing. There's a huge... Uh, crystal like glass panel right in front of you guys that shows this large underground like the stone bunker basically and in the center of it there's a guy um he's like a pretty big guy he's just wearing like his robes and he's like just surrounded by all these gems and he's like shoving them into his pockets as fast as he is like as much as he can there's all these like beautiful gemstones and what he can't see, because he's kind of enclosed, is that on either side of him, there's these two large rock creatures with multiple arms, and they're just like hungrily digging their way through the walls towards him. And we're seeing this on the crystal? Yeah, you can you can see it all through the crystal, because you can see like the three chambers, like the center one, the left one, and the right one. Oh. And, but the guy in the middle can't see the things on either side of him. And he, is he like a like a young guy he or an older fairly, dude? He looks... He looks Sort of young, but uh, uh, definitely older than the rest of the kids that right. you've seen. Yeah. Okay. Can I bang on the crystal? Uh, sure. Yeah. So you bang on the crystal, bam, and bam, he kind of looks at it, but he—you can see—he's not like seeing through it, like you can oh. see him. Like maybe it's like a one-way sort of glass. This guy's like a muscle wizard. <laughs> so he like stops and like looks through the like the like like he's trying to look through it, but he can't see it. Um, I, I shout, "Hey, hey! Can you hear us? Can can you hear me?" He kind of like cranes his ear towards the glass. Are there any doors in this room? You don't see any doors, no. Are we going to have to smash this? Yeah. Uh, I mean. You got some shattering powers. I do. I saw that earlier. All right. Uh, everyone stand back, I guess. I stand back. Yeah. Stand 11 feet? Back. Yeah. <laughs> 12 feet? Yeah. Just, right, uh, yeah. Just sort of point the neck of the guitar at the window and just power cord. <laughs> cast shatter. All right. How much damage is it going to do? Uh, it's 3d8. Uh, I guess times two because it's a window. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be 22 damage. Total. All right. So the huge crack forms in the window. Now, Ned, is there anything you want to do? I want to um, bash at the window with my the pommel of my sword. All right. So make an attack. 11. Uh, so you hit the window. Uh, how much damage do you do to it? Seven. All right, uh, Chuck, what do you want to do? Um, shoot the glass. All right, so you shoot it with like an arrow? Yeah. Okay. And I got a 24. All right. And that's going to be 1d6. This is piercing damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can Chuck sneak attack the window? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No sneak attack. Four. Okay. And uh, Quinn, what would you like to do? I would like to... uh, like run myself shoulder first into the window and attempt to smash through it. All right. Yeah, that was a natural one. I slip. So you just bounce right off the okay. the window. Um, so these two uh, cre- hungry looking creatures, rock creatures, uh, burrow their way through the walls. And um, this guy who's got like all these gems like stuck in his pot, like just coated, like, oh, you know, yeah. jammed into his pockets is like looking at either side and they're approaching him very hungrily. And so they're starting to attack him now. No. Oh, I feel like this is like a real like uh, Willy Wonka moment. <laughs> I was thinking Saw, but you're going Willy Wonka. Yeah. Right. You know, 
So one of them gets a really rough bite on the guy and uh, he's like bleeding out of his shoulders and it looks like these things are ready to devour him. But um, I'm not making guys roll initiative yet, but we'll see what happens. Iggy, you go first. Yeah, I'm going to cast Bane on the creatures inside. So they uh, have to make a charisma save. All right. So that's a three and a 19. Okay. So the one that got the three fails and is going to have to subtract a D4 from any future saves or attacks. Gotcha. Uh, Ned, what are you doing? I'm going to sheath my sword, pull out like an arrow, and uh, yeah, shoot the glass. Okay. Uh, 24. No, sorry. Wow. 14. That You hit. Coming yeah. out of, pulling tens <laughs> out, of, out of nowhere. You hit. I hit. All right, here we go. Uh, five damage to the window. So it seems less effective than the bludgeoning damage was. Mm. Chuck. Chuck, um, I'm going to whip out my, my uh, rapier and my uh, short sword. Okay. Can I dual attack the glass? Sure. Okay. Yeah. With, with the pommel sure. of each one. So uh, the pommel of the rapier mm, is uh, 13. 13 is it. Okay. And uh, I guess the damage still 1d8 plus. Yeah. Oh, that is pier- These are all piercing. Uh, well, you're hitting with the pommel, so you can say you're doing bludgeoning. Okay. Seven plus three is ten. Okay. And then the short sword is a thirteen. Okay. And eight. All right. With that, you shatter the glass. Excellent. Uh, now, Quinn, is there anything you want to do? Yeah, I will jump through the broken glass okay. and uh, engage the closest rock creature. 